0: Support for the couples council comes from Mercier Wellness and Consulting. Their purpose is to equip you with the right skills for a happy and healthy relationship. Services available in-office or virtual. Schedule your consultations now. For more information, visit mercierwellness.com. Mercier Wellness and Consulting: Small steps, big changes.
1: This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Please consult a licensed professional for your mental health needs. Now, now on, on with, with the, the show. show.
0: Hello and welcome to the Couples Council. I am your host, Dr. Jason Mercier, sitting alongside, as we usually do, my wife.
1: Hey, that would be me.
0: And uh, this week, for many of you, we are getting into the holidays. We're in the full swing of the holidays. Um, busy for us around here with the kids and the families. But alongside holidays, being busy, it's always a good time to sit and think and reflect and not get caught up in the Black Friday sales and all the stuff we want to consume. Um, what about you, babe?
1: I think for me this week, um, it's one of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving. So it's a time that I s- typically spend reflecting and thinking about some of the things that I'm thankful for, um, try to stay in that mindset of thankfulness and gratitude and uh, making sure that I'm soaking in all the blessings that God has really bestowed upon me and my family.
0: Is there anything in particular lately going on with you or that you're especially grateful for or thankful for? I
1: think for me, it's watching the kids like, you know, they say it's happening so fast, but Our oldest is literally, he's going to be turning, what, 18 on Tuesday? And then Mm -hmm. Asriel is already 10, and tomorrow's going to be 9. Jason is in kindergarten, and he's learning to read. And, you know, and I keep looking at them, and I always ask them, can I turn you back into this little baby? And I'm looking at us, and we've been together. We've been married for 11 years now. We've been together 15 plus years and it's happening so fast. And I just want to soak that up. So I'm just thankful in the experience of the many blessings that we have of being together.
0: Yeah. I want to echo everything you've said. Um, Particularly uh, this endeavor here, the podcast, I'm grateful for the podcast. It's, it's allowing us to, expand is allowing us to reach people all across the globe actually um people ordinarily we would not have the opportunity to meet um and so we're blessed to be able to do what we do and i'm thankful for that and so in the spirit of being thankful and being grateful what we're gonna do is use today's episode to share some tips and some ideas about your holidays or Thanksgiving or Christmas, whenever it is that you plan to get together with your family, how you can prepare uh, emotionally, not the meals, because I know everyone has that taken care of. But the time, this holiday, the holiday season is a time that's difficult for a lot of families. For some people, this is when they're reminded of who's not going to be at the table, who isn't going to be making it down um, and for others, they dread who's coming over Other
1: right. questions that they'll be asked like some so the single person going to Thanksgiving may ask um, when you getting married when you gonna find your boo um what's going on with your love life and and maybe that's not the time or the couple who is struggling with conceiving a child and no one knows. And this is a time where it can be a very, um, very anxious experience for Thanksgiving because they know the question is probably going to come. Um, when are you guys having, having a baby? You guys been married three years now, what's going on and have no idea that you never really stopped trying to have a baby. It's just not happening now.
0: Yeah. There's lots of things that come up um, because, you know, again, Thanksgiving and the holidays, it's like we force families to visit each other. You know, we can't say no. So if you're going to do that, then we want to give you four things and one bonus, one bonus things, one bonus thing to have in your pocket when you uh, visit your family. The first thing is to be honest with yourself about your family and your situation. This gets a lot of people into trouble because we have this idea of who our families are and maybe Uncle Joe ain't going to be that bad or we hope that your mom is going to be nice to your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And the reality is they've never been nice before. They've always been who they've been. Why do you expect it to be any different?
1: You know, Maya Angelou always said when people show you who they are, believe them. And so your family, in a sense, have shown you who they are. And so you have to now put up the boundaries or um, I don't want to say like let go the dream, but well, just accept just the reality of what it
0: is. Accept your family for who they are. You know, you you know the the you know the things that they do that annoy you or that irritate you. If you've made the decision to go spend some time with your family, accept them for who they are because that will make the time with them that much easier. Okay? Be honest with yourself and accept that, hey, you know, mom can be rude or your brother can be sarcastic. Imp- sorry. Yeah, you know, just accept that and prepare for that versus hoping for something that may not happen. Right. So that's number one. Number two, get some people into trouble. And that is the alcohol. Now, this isn't to say that, you know, you have alcoholics at your family dinner table and watch out for them. No. The reason I say the alcohol is because whenever people start drinking, we get a little relaxed. Okay. Maybe consider making dinner or the holiday dinner, the holiday table alcohol free. Hmm. Maybe just consider some sparkling cider, you know, Um, or limiting, limiting it because people do struggle. People do have a hard time um, slowing down once they've started. Um, I have clients who talk about this and this is what they dread is they don't know what to expect after. People start drinking, and I know for some people it's tradition, and you know we'd be breaking it. But hey, just consider it. Consider
1: right. making it an alcohol-free zone. You can always have the option of um, what is it called? Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart here. Apple cider. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't have to be. Uh, it doesn't have to be on the table. There's no rule that says you have to serve liquor or wine. It can be alcohol-free. Number three, and this is also a good reason to make it alcohol-free, is Thanksgiving dinner or holiday dinners, that is not the time for therapy. That is not the time to be giving advice.
1: Bringing up all your stuff.
0: It's not the time to be receiving advice. If you're the person who likes to give advice, unsolicited advice, Imagine being on the receiving end of that. Would you want to be sitting there having somebody lecture you or tell you what you need to do about your kids or your marriage or your career? Nobody wants to hear that.
1: Yeah, because you got to remember Thanksgiving is about coming together and being in this atmosphere where you feel thankful um, thankful for your mom. Thank you for, for your spouse. Thankful for the children or thankful just for the company, just for the, the ability to be in the company of your family. And so it's not a place where you want to leave. Like, damn, I still haven't finished college yet. And they still, this is the fifth year. And they're still asking me about college. When am I going to finish college? It's not a place where you leave feeling depleted from the experience. And so you want to make sure it's a, a happy, welcome experience for everyone sitting at the dinner table and yeah. not throwing jabs.
0: Yeah. As much as, as much as possible, leave the counseling and the advice giving, leave it at the door. Because the fact is most people are aware. They know, you know, your cousin who's a fifth year, sixth year college student, he knows what he needs to do. He knows that. And yeah, you may know that your cousin or your sister, they're having marriage problems, but they don't need you to to bring that up. Right. So it's not time for individual counseling. It's not time for couples counseling. And the kids don't need to be compared to their cousins. Look what they're doing. Why can't you be like that? That is not the time. It's not the place. No one enjoys it. All right. Now, number four, if any of these things happen, right, whether we're talking about or you're unable to be honest or people are saying things, um, you're getting all kinds of advice that you did not ask for. Do not. I repeat, do not take it personal. Do your best. Find a way. To not take it personal. It's only when we take these things personal that now they change us. Do not, again, do not let your uncle, your grandpa, or whomever have that much power over your Thanksgiving or holiday meal.
1: But and I know you're thinking, Dr. J, you don't know my family. When they start to speak, it's embarrassing. It hurts. Maybe you're in a situation where you may need to skip your family Thanksgiving this year and maybe go to another family's home to be in a positive environment. We also want to teach you how to put up healthy boundaries. And say, you know what, maybe I'm not willing to talk about this, this and that. I'm not willing to talk about when I'm having a child. I'm not going to I'm not willing to talk about when I'm going to finish college. Maybe we need to teach you a positive way to turn the subject and just clearly say I'm putting up some boundaries and don't worry about my wound right now.
0: Yeah, there are ways to do that, you know, so you can send a note in advance and you can simply say, hey, this is what. I will do. This is what I'm expecting. And if we can't do that, then either I won't show up or I just will leave. Now, people can't say that they didn't know or why you acting like that because you put everyone on notice. However, understand you yourself have to be ready to follow through. When we're talking about boundaries. Follow through is important. Because your families know you, and that's with air quotes. Your family knows that when you say something, you don't always follow through, so they're going to push your buttons. Are you ready? Are you prepared to do these things?
1: And I also want to talk about just... um oftentimes wives take on this big task for Thanksgiving and they spend days planning. They spend hours in the grocery store. Um, they, they're not willing to say I need help. And, and one of the things that you can possibly do this year as a wife or whoever is the main cook, um, if the husband is the main cook or you're going to grandma, it's probably asking for people to bring dishes. Like if you're really good at making corn souffle and you're really good at making the pasta, the macaroni and cheese. So not everything is on
0: you. Yeah, make it potluck style.
1: Make it potluck style. Remove some of that burden of trying to prepare for the holiday season. Um and so that you can really enjoy this opportunity that you have with your family. I always say the next minute is not promised. So enjoy the time that you have, especially coming together during the
0: holidays. So these are some ideas that might help you in some areas, maybe not in all areas. And they might work for some people and not everybody. Right everyone's family is different you know in one family they might be struggling with the fact that you know yeah you are still single in another family it may be the fact that you know you recently came out to them that you were gay or lesbian and some of these issues are much harder to deal with some of them maybe not so much but you Again, you do not have to be victim to the situation, to the circumstance. And I, and I even hate to use that word because it has a, a certain connotation, but you can take control of the situation for yourself. You don't always have to attend dreading what will happen, what might happen. Right. And that's where the boundaries are important, even for your family,
1: even for your family. And and this year has been a particular year in regards to politics. Maybe you want to come go on may put a note at the door you know there's no politics that's going to be talked about this year during thanksgiving Mm -hmm. or another option if you want to talk about politics there's a politics room so anybody that wants to talk about it they'll go to that room or they'll go to that corner in the backyard or the front yard and they'll talk about it and those who do not want to hear about about any type of politics, what's going on, they won't have those conversations. So you have those boundaries where everybody's having a good time. Cause you know, you have some family members, babe, that just love, no matter what type of politics, just love talking about it. Yeah. And then you have some people, it it makes them sick. And so they don't want to hear about it during Thanksgiving. And so my suggestion is find a place in the house that people that do want to talk about it or clearly saying this year, we're just not talking about it. We're just going to focus on what we can do as family.
0: Yeah. Maybe uh, put them in the basement. Um, in, in addition to politics, even religion, you know, again, some people, these are hot button issues. So the point is, you know, when you visit your family, you're almost like a captive audience. Sometimes. And even, you know, if you have a mother or father somewhere, they're always going to feel like they can say anything and tell you anything simply because you're their kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you at some point must now step into this position where you will decide what will happen to you, what will be said to you, even if, if it's your parents, even if it's somebody who might be older or senior Right, And so, consider these things. um, Being honest with yourself about who your family is. Mm -hmm. um, The reality of who they are versus the dream of your hope for them. Uh, Number two, consider making it an alcohol-free event. Because that can get things going. Not always in the right direction. Um, Number three... Remember, okay, holiday dinners are not a time for therapy. Mm-hmm. Leave that for your therapist and your session the following week because, you know, you will need to debrief about the time, about <laughs> the two hours. Um, And we said don't take it personal. Okay, and I really would like to emphasize that. Do not take it personal. You know, it isn't that people offend us. We take offense. That's how that works. You know, what you say does not offend me. It's I take offense to what you have said. And so that speaks more about us and our stuff as opposed to what they are doing. And like Herdine just highlighted, um, maybe a politics free dinner or politics free zone, um, politics and religion in some families. Right? Because again, this may be the only time in the year, 365 days, you get one time to see each other. Let's not take it for granted or squander it or waste it for things that really do not matter in the long run.
1: I think my final thought would be just like Jay just said, you never know when's your last time you're going to spend with your family. Just think about if this was my last Thanksgiving. How would I want it spent? What memories would I want to create? Um, and making sure that the environment that you have or in, that your children feel loved, you feel loved, your husband feel loved, everybody feels loved and respected.
0: Something that uh, came up for me, um, and, I, and I wasn't prepared for this, was um, my dad. So as you guys know, Um, from episode I think it's episode two or three Uh, my dad died when I was nine and in that whole time I guess I kind of blocked out some of some stuff or just didn't know but my dad's birthday is the 25th and this year for some reason I find myself um, thinking about it You know, I came across some of some documents from when he was alive and it dawned on me that this like this time of year was his last Thanksgiving because the following year, my dad, I think he died in the month of June. So I sit and I think, oh, in addition to that, we'll be the same age, so When I tell you people have a lot of things going on for them in the holidays.
1: When you say you were the sage, you'll be the same age that he died?
0: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'll be turning 37. Mm -hmm. And my dad would have turned 37 the year before he died in November. Mm -hmm. And so realizing that that was his last Thanksgiving. And if I were to follow in my dad's tracks, this would be like we'd be going down the same path and so i've just been reflecting on that and so when we sit and we tell you guys take some time for yourselves it's not just because um we don't know it or don't experience it right i i recognize how i'm triggered when i think about my dad and his last thanksgiving and not seeing uh his next birthday in the holiday season and I was nine. We're talking over 20, almost 30 years ago. And it's the, and this stuff still impacts me. And I know I'm not unique in that regard. And so the same things that we encourage you guys to do are some of the same things we do for ourselves. All right. So I know what I'm going to do. Let's just hope you have a plan. All right. So.
1: And before we finish, you know, earlier in the conversation, we asked, you know, what are you thankful about this year? And I went straight into the kids and all of that stuff. But just in thinking about our relationship, you and I, no kids, no podcast. What are you thankful for?
0: I'm thankful for still having you by my side, mm. you know, and. Um, because again like we've shared this is not guaranteed and we've walked up to the cliff you know up to the edge and had talked about um, getting a divorce Um, and with the help of you know professionals and seeking couples counseling we were able to walk back from the edge and that is something that I'm grateful for that I get to continue to, um, to do this with you.
1: Yeah, I will piggyback on that too, you know. I'm grateful for the growing pains of having really hard conversations because it allows me as a wife to sit back and reflect and say, is this a part of our relationship or is this a part of me? in my wounds that I probably put years of having bandage instead of actually really dealing with the situation. And so I am grateful that you're my life partner and I am grateful that we never jumped off the cliff. I am grateful for the um, opportunity to just love you. Thank you. In a genuine way. And I have never been more grateful And I like generally having a friend, you know, a real nice friendship that has turned and blossomed into you becoming um, my husband. And it's really been a journey that I will not trade for the world.
0: Thank you. So, enough sappy, sorry love, you know, love stuff.
1: But that's what we do, y'all. It's real.
0: Thank you guys for listening. We do hope and wish a happy Thanksgiving. Um, you know how to get in touch with us on all social medias, Dr. Jameson Mercier. The, the wa- Wife
1: Mentor.
0: Yep, and as always, if that, if it's too much, MercierWellness.com is always where you can find us. Um, let us know how you're preparing and how or how you're handling the holidays. All right, and if we can be of support, let us know. And we'll do the best we can.
1: Enjoy your Thanksgiving.
0: Thank you guys for listening to this episode. And we will catch you guys on the next episode.
1: Of the Couples Council. Bye for now. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our mom and dad.
0: If you like them as much as we do, then
1: click subscribe and leave a comment. But now they have to go
0: because it's family time. So go practice what you heard and we'll catch you on the next episode.